Hello, hello, everybody. Taja and I are back for a monthly check-in. So we are checking in for August 2023. If you're coming upon this later or if you're with us in real time, this is our check-in for this month. I want to say before we go deep in, before we start flowing, we did open the records before the Akashic records, if you're new here, before starting recording. So we may open into some channeling. We will just see what comes through. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I guess I kind of just want to start by calling out how we missed last month's mm-hmm. mid-month check-in, because I think that that's really speaking to the kind of energy that we are in in this like phase like we're gonna try to focus on August specifically but we're in a much larger phase right now and last month Shannon and I we sat down and we tried to record our mid-month check-in like we've been doing like normal and we just kept running into like roadblocks or issues. It was the internet or the dog or words just weren't flowing right. And so instead we just tapped into the records, asked what was going on. And basically the message we got was this old way of doing things doesn't work anymore. We have to figure out a new way to do this, a new more truthful and more potent way. Um, which is one of the reasons we decided to actually open up the records before we began this podcast, which we don't normally do. We usually just sort of open ourselves up and have a conversation, but we decided to step in a little bit deeper this time because we feel like there might be more potency for us to tap into. And I think that's really speaking to this collective energy we're in right now. There's a lot of potency and a lot of um, potential for going deeper. Yeah, exactly. There is, there's, we're, we're in this space and I definitely, definitely, definitely would say and agree, like it started in July. And so, although we are going to try and keep it to August um, this definitely started in in July where things just started to feel like a falling away. A like, I mean, what Taja just said about our message last month of the old ways aren't working anymore. And, um, even though that was, that was specifically for us at that moment in time, I would say that's a very collective feeling right now. And we are, in this month, I mean, August is so charged with energy. And again, that's just like a theme of 2023, it seems like at this point. Um, but this month is so charged with energy, but it's charged with this energy of new. Like there's a there's a newness that I'm feeling here of we just, so when we're recording this, we've just had Lionsgate last week. We, um, we have a new moon tomorrow. Um, 
we had the festival, the Celtic festival Lunasa, which is celebrating our harvest and abundance. And there's like a, a stepping to a new phase within that. Like we're just, we have this energy that seems like it's really asking us to look at what, what is finally ready to, to birth, to start. Um, it might be, um, what are you ready to align to step into? I, these are all um, kind of in some ways, vague ways of trying to, to pin this energy down, but it's really just this energy of newness, momentum, but also like the old, the old stuff has to go. It's just like what, what we have been doing, if it hasn't felt fully aligned, it just, it's like falling away. It's just like gone. Yeah. I felt, I felt that personally so much in the last three, four weeks, just like all these places of closing, all these places of, um, letting an old chapter or many old chapters, whatever it may be go because they can't, they can't take up space anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I was sitting with, um, I was sitting with the astrology before hopping on this call. Um, and there's so much astrology happening right now, even just with this new moon that's going to happen tomorrow for us on the 16th, even the new moon alone has so much astrology in it like there's so much happening in our skies right now and even beyond this new moon we I mean we are in Leo season we've been in Leo season and we're about to have a Leo new moon and Leo is so much about stepping into your personal power mm -hmm. like Leo is just inherently empowered from within it's ruled by the sun right leo doesn't put power over people leo is simply empowered because they believe in themselves they love themselves that's what this energy is you feel that you are worthy and you have trust in yourself um, and you love yourself enough to be able to just be in your own power. And I feel like this shift we're all moving into because Venus is going retrograde. She's in her retrograde right now in the sign of Leo, mm -hmm. which is starting her off for the next year and a half cycle. So for the next year and a half, we are in these themes of stepping more deeply into our personal power, stepping more deeply into our self-love, stepping more deeply into our self-worth. And I think what a lot of that is looking like right now, as we're beginning this new cycle, is exactly what you were saying. It's the things falling away, the things that aren't you just sort of dropping off, the things that, the places where you're giving your power away, or the conditioning that you've been living under that actually isn't your truth, or the relationship patterns that you've learned in your childhood that are actually disempowering you and the people you're in relationship, 
all of these things are just kind of breaking and falling away because we can't bring them with us where we're going. They can't come along with us anymore. And I think for some of us, it's a feeling of, oh my gosh, things are just falling away, just dropping off. And for other of us, others, like others may be in deep, deep shadow territory. Others may have experienced very intense or difficult things happening in their lives, in their relationships, because these things need to break off. So it's this really interesting time where partly it feels like things are just sort of, it's easy. Like we're just almost like shaking things off a little bit, like almost like a tree sort of like rustling the dead leaves off. It's just like, ah, and it's easy and it's relaxed. And for others, this might be a very intense time. Mm -hmm. However, Venus has just done her Kazemi a few days ago. So she has past the lowest point and she's starting her rise again. So if you haven't felt this yet, I think very soon there will start to be a feeling of relief of that ease of the leaves just starting to drop off. If you're not already feeling that, it's almost like we've kind of, not that the journey is over, but we've gone through the tightest portal, right? She's gone all the way down to the underworlds. We just had our Lionsgate portal. Like we've moved through. It's almost like we've been pushed through that portal. And now we're coming back out the other side. And now there should be a little bit more um, ease and a little bit, yeah, I think ease is the way it feels of like, we can kind of just let things go. We can kind of just move forward. We can just let ourselves be the people that we are. We can let ourselves love ourselves and think we're worthy, even if we're doing things that may be out of the norm for us, right? Because we're in so much newness. We may be wanting different things or behaving differently. And this is a time where we can really sink into that trust with ourselves. I can just follow that and trust that it's going to be good for me. Yes, fully agree. Yes, there's, um, mm, I was thinking as, as I was listening to you that it's like the last week or so with Venus and Lionsgate and Kazemi and all of it, it's kind of felt like Venus was pushing us through this last little birth portal. And now as she starts, she started her ascent back up, back out of retro, like not out of retro yet, but she's, she goes to the underworld and comes back up. Um, we're, we're being birthed. That's what it feels like. Cause there is this feeling. I know personally, I felt this feeling of last week so much shifted. I had these huge shifts and, um, quantum leaps as it were like big big timeline shifts from for myself but it felt like through the weekend until Sunday there was an aspect of um I've got to continue like really 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 focusing on this to to fully integrate it in and not that it's fully integrated in by any means um there's still an aspect of like, I need to, you know, continue choosing this energy and aligning to it. But something about that Kazemi felt like this kind of like final push out of a birth canal of like, okay, 
you understand what I'm asking of you. You're under, you understand what the energy is asking of you. And so therefore like, here's some, here's some light, here's some like pushing forward for it to, um, make it feel a little smoother. Like there is a, a feeling of smoothness that came in, in the last couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's almost like this, like undercurrent of like energy and like it's flowing and it's like, it feels like it's just this like big river. And it's like, some of us are still like clinging to a rock and it's just like, ah, what is going on with my life? But the second you're able to like notice that you're clinging to a rock and that you can just let go of it and let the river take you, then suddenly like, it's exactly like you were saying, like, it's like, there's this like feeling of ease or light or support and you have to, you know, watch yourself, make sure you're not going to cling on to any other rocks. Like you were saying, you have to keep choosing it. But like, once you do, it's like, it can just take you like, we're, this is the season of the sun, right? Like there's vitality here. There is like energy here for us to be able to let it in it's almost like we can revitalize ourselves with the energy that's here right now like I've been doing a lot of sunbathing recently not necessarily because I want you know the great tan but I just feel like I want the sun's rays to be able to like penetrate into my body it feels like nourishing to me I would say like during this time let yourself be filled up Um, You could do a a practice where you get into the river and allow the river to let you flow. You can let the sun rise in and allow it to like wake your body up and give you the energy you need to be able to walk this new path. Mm -hmm. We've been saying it over and over and over again. We've stepped into so much new. We're in newness now. And now we need to, it's already here. We just need to keep like going with it, like keep choosing it, like stop fighting it because we are establishing big, deep foundations right now for this next, what feels like the next era of our lives. Like things we are stepping into now, we are stepping into for the next big era or chapter of our lives. And we're in the foundation building process. We have a grand trine happening right now between Pluto, who is power, between Uranus, who is awakening, and Mars, who is action, right? And they're all in earth signs. So it's like, we've got these like big earthy powerhouses that are like, let's build real solid foundations. Like like the whole like, uh, like from Bible school, like building your house on a rock, you know? We're not building our houses in sand. We're building our houses on rocks right now. And this is the rock building portion. And to be able to do that, we have to, I guess, move away from a lot of the sand. Even if the sand was soft and comfortable, it doesn't work for us anymore. It can't come with us anymore. So it's like a beautiful, empowering, scary time almost. Like there's, there's just a lot of change is always hard, 
And I think right now we're going through a lot of internal changes and that can feel very scary. Yeah, which is for so many of us, the opposite of what Leo season usually feels like it's about, it feels very external um, for the majority of us. I say that because Leo is my 12th house, so it never feels external to me. It's always <laughs> very internal, but general, it's more in general, Leo is more of a like extroverted, boisterous sign, but it does I agree. It's very much an, an internal shifting right now. Like I'm feeling this call to share, share this message that's coming through probably, I guess I'm feeling it from the records a little bit of, um, I want to, I want to mention relationships because I like in this Venus retrograde, I have had more people than any Venus retrograde I've paid attention to so far. Obviously I haven't been aware for all of them my whole life, um, reflect to me how much they're noticing their relationship stuff in this one. Um, because Leo's about how am I showing up? How am I shining? Right. And so feeling this message of for like, if you're in any kind of relationship where you're feeling that, like, what am, what, what is this relationship going towards? Like, is this in alignment? Um, does this feel good? Is this supporting me? Really, really take some time to feel into your body about that. But you also probably already know, because there's a difference of like, when you feel into a relationship, especially romantic, because those are the hardest for most of us to like, know if we need to align or unalign. Um, there's a difference between the feeling of like, questioning health, like healthy questioning, like, are we still incompatible? Are we still compatible? Are we still aligned in our values? As opposed to, I don't think this is right. Something feels off, but I'm scared to like leave it. And that's the kind of energy. It might not just be relationship for you, but it's an easy example that we want to pay attention to right now. I'm feeling that really strongly. Um, anything in your life that feels that like, I'm scared to shift it. I'm scared of what would happen if I left this, but like, this doesn't feel good in my body. Like I don't feel like I'm digesting this, um, or it's supporting me. This is a time that's that boulder. That's that rock in the river that you're probably holding on to, right. To use that metaphor, which really works in this case, because Venus is watery. We have this water, water, fire energy, energy going on with Venus versus Leo and then all the earth, <laughs> the other planets. I mean, we've got this really balanced, beautiful energy going on right now, but um, if there are things that like that, and for some, uh, because of Venus retrograde, the relationship part is really pinging in my mind to bring up, like, let yourself release things. It's easier said than done. I know. But, um, if we are thinking of this season right now of this time, when we are building those strong foundations, we can't build a strong foundation with something in our life that doesn't align with someone in our life who doesn't work, you know, where it's not equal, where it's not a partnership, where it's not um, a good relationship, whatever kind it is, whether it's friend or family or partner. Um, so that's, that's a message I'm feeling very strongly with this, like let go of dead weight. Yeah, that theme is huge right now, relationships. It's huge. Yeah. What that made me think of was, 
anytime I feel like a change in me, like maybe I want to start expressing myself differently, or maybe I want to try something new or explore something I haven't explored in the past. My mind immediately goes to what will my partner think of me? What will my family think of me? What will my friends think of me? Right. And maybe that's not true for everybody, but I feel like that's a pretty common experience, right? As soon as you're going to step outside of your comfort zone, there's often a thought of what will my loved ones, how will they perceive me? Yeah. I feel like it's fairly human. So, cause we're social beings. So if the people in your life don't have your best interest at heart, or if they don't know how to um, accept you through change, continue to love you through change, if they don't know how to uh, regulate themselves while someone else in their life goes through changes, that's going to make change a lot harder. So you could be seeing relationships in your life that are holding you back from stepping into your fullness or just relationship patterns. It could very well be that the relationship can remain. There just need to be some changes within it. And that usually starts with you. That starts with you. Not even usually. You have to. Always. It always always starts with you. You have to notice it. You have to see it. You have to take the stand. You have to make changes. You have to communicate whatever it is. And that, that, thank God, Mars is involved in all of this because Mars is going to help us take action steps to be able to do that. I would say if you are like at the edge of a cliff with a relationship, like if you're at the precipice or you're feeling very intense emotionally right now, I would say um, try to give some pause before making any like major life changing decisions around this. I would say wait till Venus comes out of retrograde and we're going to get more clarity around it all because it could be that there is some alternative or some form of compromise or perhaps you were just triggered or there was something else going on within you and you'll be able to take clear action after Venus is out of retrograde. But if this feels like this is your truth, then that's your truth and follow that and ignore me. Um, But that is just one sort of caution, I would say, with Venus retrograde. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless it's like this huge, like, wow, I'm in a super unhealthy partnership. That's not, you know, gonna, I can see we're not going to change, get out of that. But in other cases, and I'm just, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to share this as an example. Um, my partner and I had a, had a whole thing this weekend where we, we, we looked at each other and we were like, are we healthy right now? Or like, are we doing like, this feels like we need to evaluate where we are and like, do we need to not be together? Like, that's not what we want to do. And we real we like got really deep into it and we were like, oh, here's the pattern that we've been playing out individually and then bringing it together and we need to break it. And we did this whole ceremony like with it to, to really like anchor in this intention of, we see where we were, 
you know, not doing the best that we could. And we don't want to continue like in that pattern. So we, we made the conscious decision to shift it. So that kind of moment where you're like, huh, something's wrong here, but it doesn't it, like, it was a, it, it's a very different feeling than like, cause I've had feelings in the past of like, this is where I have to leave, but like, it's, I don't want to, cause it's, it's not, it feels uncomfortable of course. Right. But there's a difference between that and like, maybe we just need to shift something. Right. And so that could be like Tadra saying what you might be feeling is like, these things need to shift because the way we're relating doesn't work. And Venus is showing us that, like, where can we shift it? Um, so yeah, notice, notice what is going on with you in your life, because there's room for, um, getting really letting your ego take a hit and getting really clear with like, oh, you know, what is my role and what's happening here? You know, and is this something that's fixable or that's a lesson that can be fixed and moved through and still be beautiful? Or is this a choose yourself, walk away kind of thing? Yeah. 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 I'll share a a personal example from my life as well to show how, not that any relationship patterns are perfectly one-sided, right? But sometimes it can be, look at us in this dynamic that we're doing and what can we do here? And sometimes you might just get smacked in the face with your own issues, your own triggers. And that's what happened to me recently. I got completely triggered by my partner who, suggested doing an independent thing and my codependent little inner child freaked out just completely flipped out like I went all to like five-year-old self and I threw a major tantrum and it was a whole thing and then the next day I let myself go into that feeling and I just like cried it out like I just sobbed like little kid can't stop crying sobs for like an hour straight like there was just so much in my body that needed to come out around this feeling of abandonment which is what it was I felt like I was being abandoned and my reaction to the actual situation was way bigger than what the real situation was so I've said it in recent astrology videos pay attention to your triggers right now notice when you have like an extreme reaction to something that does not merit it because there is opportunity for healing there Chiron is also very involved in the astrology right now he is very much about healing So there's so much potential for healing right now if you are brave enough to let yourself go there. So Shannon and Shannon's story, she was brave enough to meet her partner and have this discussion, right? Which was probably scary and vulnerable. And in my story, I was able to meet myself and meet this aspect of myself, this really wounded aspect of myself and sit with that pain and not try to pretend that it wasn't there or beat myself up about how I was being a child. I just allowed myself to be there. So that's another message is 
don't shy away from the hard things. Don't shy away from the big emotions. Don't shy away from the big conversations. This is Leo. Leo is courage too. Mm. Mars is the warrior. This is about having courage, about being brave in your vulnerability. Venus retrograde is showing us so many vulnerabilities right now. So many places where we're not able to that we haven't integrated, that we're not able to love yet. And that's affecting the way that we are in relationships with others. So I would really encourage bravery with yourself at this point. Um, if there are difficult things and there likely will be. Likely will be. Yeah. I love how you put that all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to add to, I mean, even in my story, it, it was, there's like the, the original point was having to meet myself too. I mean, both like, right. It all, it just, just to kind of drive home that point that even if it's within something that like you and another person partner or or whoever need to sit with together, you have to be able to meet yourself first. And I had to sit and go, this is where I'm contributing. Right. As, and like, it's so hard because our ego is going, I don't, don't want to look at it or our inner child is saying just let me let me have my tantrum right and just don't like and sometimes we do need to do that but then we don't all we also don't want to live from that place and so it is bravery is is really such a potent word for this time because it is it's about how can I meet these parts that are rejected or wounded or abandoned with with that deep, deep reverence and bravery, because they're hard to look at. Yeah. 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 Looking with bravery at the parts of you that are clutching the rock and looking with bravery at the parts of you that want nothing more than to let go of the rock and dive headfirst into the river of change. Whenever we face change, we have to sit with the aspects of ourselves that want to change and sit with the aspects of ourselves that don't. And it's usually a one than the other process. We have to acknowledge that the change is here, that there's newness here, that we want to start living or thinking or expressing in different ways in our lives. And then we have to go back and deal with the parts of ourselves that are kicking and screaming and fighting this change so that we can be able to to move into that change. It's like we have to love both sides of ourselves, right? There's almost like this push-pull feeling happening right now of like, okay, the newness is here. I want to step in. I want to be in new forms of relationship. I want to love myself in new ways. I want to let myself express it as the being that I am now. And I have to nurture and care for all of the parts of myself that are terrified of that, that are trying to keep you safe. Maybe it's inner child, maybe it's ego, Yeah. right? That they just, they want to keep you safe. They're trying to hold you in place because you've survived in this place thus far. Yes. And so there's this like push-pull process that's happening. So it might feel like I'm shooting forward in my healing or I'm shooting forward down my destiny line or 
or further down into my change and my uniqueness and whatever. And then you might have an experience that launches you way backwards and you think, what happened? What just happened? What happened to how I was feeling three days ago? It's, it, it works that way. There's like a push pull or almost like a spiral the way this healing and growth works. So don't freak out if you feel like you are way, you've moved way backwards or you're like in your 13 year old self or something like that. It happens naturally that way. Yes, it does. It does. Um, the spiral is one of the most shamanic forms of like symbols to understand how we heal because it, it isn't straight linear line. It is in and out and back and forth that push and pull. It's a beautiful way to remember this is the path. The path is not going to be, I'm just all of a sudden done. (laughs) You know, it's not, um, it doesn't work that simply. Yeah. Yeah. I want to share another actual personal story that connects into this theme. Um, because I was feeling into like, do I want to share this today or will I share it, you know, in like a solo episode, but I don't think it's going to take me super, super long to share. So I want to share it. Um, so I've spoken before in a couple of solo episodes, how I've spent the last five, almost six months doing some really, really intensive, um, therapy and EMDR work, um, to help myself integrate working with, with PTSD, all this stuff. And so I brought in, um, mental health aspects to the spiritual and, um, it's been very, very interesting and shamanic to me, the way it's worked. Um, like, I feel like I'm going into, I like kind of go into, or have gone into EMDR sessions, um, as a shamanic journey, which is really, really cool. It's a very, very interesting overlap, but I had, um, I did a, I had a session last week where I went to my therapist and I said, okay, these are the last like three or four pieces of what I call my darkness. Like, it's like, these are the last three or four things that like, we haven't talked about that I need, I I've never talked about, I've never acknowledged. And like, I'm going to put them down right here because after this, I was like, I've, I told her I've racked my brains. I can't think of anything else I haven't brought up. And she was like, cool, let's go and journey into them. And we did. And at the end, as we're nearing the end, she asked me if I was ready to close the, the loop essentially, which is how EMDR works. And I said, I want to like, emotionally, I feel great, you know, found the stuff, released it, but mentally, I don't want to let it go. And, um, and she said, why, you know, go into that. Why do you not want to let it, let it go? And it was that it was inner child. It was ego. It was like all those, it was several little parts that were saying, well, we've identified with this for so long and Leo's my 12th house, right? So 12th house is our psyche. It's our darkness. It's our like, um, or it can be that it can be darkness. doesn't have to be, but it's our psyche. It says those things like hidden beneath. Right. And, um, and I said, I don't want to let it go because if I let it go, I have to stop um, going, well, I've had all this dark stuff, all of this trauma, all this stuff that's happened. And so therefore this is who I am. And this is what's happened. Like, 
this is what I act from. And this is what I um, create my business from. This is what I do everything from, like live from, like I have to let it go because if there's no other darkness to find, you know, like I have to, like the cho- I have to make a choice and part of my brain doesn't want to. Um, and we worked with it and I was able to make that choice. And, and that was to me, one of those big, like quantum moments of going, oh, I can close this, right? I don't have to, I can choose to let it go. And I, I really saw it as like, I like saw this cloud of stuff above me and I was just like, bye-bye. And I walked out of it and it was just like, okay, closing. But then that's, that's what I was referring to. And I said, I felt this week and I had to keep noticing. And even with my partner, what came up, like, what were opportunities for me to go? Do I actually want to make that choice? Because like, do I want to keep making that choice? Am I going to commit to it? Because there is a committing to making and keeping a choice. Um, And yeah, so it was essentially this moment for me with this, and now integration, but with this, within this Venus retrograde, within this energetic space of going, Hmm. Do I want to, um, that my, my metaphorical rock was holding on to like all of this hard, painful, dark, traumatic stuff, like PTSD holding on to that even as like, a you know, this is, this is what's happened from all of it. Right. Um, do I, my rock was like holding on to this because it, it gave me a sense of my ego, a sense of like, look what I've survived. Right. But like the, I wasn't going to let me move forward. So the, the metaphorical letting go of the rock was like, okay, I have to let go of this, right? And making the choice to, but then like Tajo was saying where you might notice like it comes back up and you have to look at it. Like I still noticed, and I'm sure I'm not done, places coming up where it was like, well, this would be a place I could hold back onto that rock if I want to, you know? Or I can say, oh, wait, this is the exact thing that I'm deciding I don't want to do anymore. And I have the momentum to keep it, but am I going to remember that kind of thing? Will I keep making that choice? And I think that's when we keep making those choices over and over for ourselves, whatever it is to not hold back onto the rock or to grab it and then go, oh, I just did that and lovingly let it go and not beat ourselves up. That's where magic alchemy shift change happens. Yeah. I love that story. Wow. Yeah, all I could think the words that kept popping into my mind were new foundations, new foundations. And it's scary. It's scary because you're used to the foundations of yourself, right? That's also, that's very 12th house too. Like, what are the foundations of my psyche? What are the things that I've been pulling from my entire life? Like, what are the pits that I've been reacting from my whole life? What are, what are, all the stories that I tell myself this is who I am this is how I be and now we are finding new foundations but to do that we have to let go of what we were living from and that is so big and it's not something that it's something you can work with Mm-hmm. but it's also just going to like happen for you in your own timing. Like it's not necessarily for most of us, something we can 
always just cognize and decide. It's like, it's a whole process. And I think that's also what I want to tie back to how much potential there is right now. Like, this is such a soulful time. This is such a healing time. Like there is so much potential to be able to wander into these dark places, to be able to look at what you're attached to, to look at your old darknesses and to be able to heal them and let them go. But it's, it's, it's a journey and it's not something you can get to just from, again, just from cognizing. You can't just journal about it. Journaling is a great practice. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome. You can't just journal about it and have it be fixed. These are deep layers in our being. We're working with foundations of ourselves, right? That's not going to be something that we can just do a top-down method in with. We have to be able to get into spaces that allow us to go deep. So whether that's with your therapist, whether that's in a circle, right? Doing ceremony, whether that's um, sitting with psychedelics or doing a private meditation or some yeah. sort of movement practice or something. There's like so much potential, but we have to be able to allow ourselves to go deep, to go deep into our hearts. This is such a heart time right now. This is Leo. This is Venus retrograde. This is what are my deep what's in my deep heart what are the hidden corners of my heart like if I can encourage anyone to do anything it would be to take time to bring yourself down in whatever ways that you bring yourself down whatever whatever practices whatever spaces maybe it's yoga for you gets you really deep into your into your body and into your psyche but like find the places that bring you deep because there's so much potential for healing right now. There's so much opportunity to let go of our rocks so that we can build these new foundations. I would go for it. I would, I'd go for it right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and I want to say like, there's so many practices that might be what you need to get into these spaces. And it's probably many, it's not going to be just one, right? I, I know I have never for myself or anyone I've worked with um, ever seen that like one modality does it all, right? It's just, it doesn't, we need to get in our body. We need to get in our minds. We do need to get in our spirits. You know, we need all of these different ways to connect and we have to give space for all of them to, to support us in whatever way they're meant to, whatever time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the perfect time for it right now. Again, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this shortly after we release it, we're in new moon time. So this is the perfect time. The moon is gone. We're in the darkness. It's the new beginning. It's the birth. It's setting intentions. But it's also the opportunity to be able to um, go into source, go into depths go into darkness so that we can be reborn from that place this is this is venus retrograde this is anana's journey this is going down to come up and if you are in mystery school there is an anana's journey pre-recorded 
um, meditation or shamanic journey within the ego course. So if you're listening and you have access or you want access, you can sign up, but there is, there is a journey to Inanna that if you feel called to Venus's descent and ascent is Inanna's journey. I mean, that is what this is, what we're in. So if you want to connect into this, that's one of those ways you can support yourself. <laughs> Just wanting to add that in while we're, you said Inanna, I'm like, okay, there's, let's add this in because it's a great resource. She really is a beautiful archetype to connect into right now. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you, that it's, she's in the ego busting course, right? Cause this is also such a good time for ego work, right? That clinging onto the rock thing is, can be a very egoical thing. And our egos can really keep us out of alignment and can really hold us back from change and can really keep us in old forms. And so any sort of like ego slaying work, if you want to go to Baba Yaga, she is also in that course. Um, if you want to go to Kali, Kali is amazing. There's a bit about her in the goddess course, um, but she's definitely an archetype that you can just feel into and call in for yourself any sort of ego work right now is going to serve you a lot because that's also leo right the sun it's also the ego we're working with ego right now yes exactly exactly who i'm feeling like we've we may have reached our completion with what we need to share yeah, you yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so hmm. just wanting to wish to all of you listening this blessing of whatever is left for you to see in these next, what, 20 days, essentially, maybe a little less of Venus retrograde. Um, may you see it. May you see it. May you have the courage to face it. May you have the courage to work with it. Knowing that this birth we're in, these new beginnings that are available, they're worth the difficulty. Even if you have no idea what they are, because we never do, right? We might think we know, but we never do. But knowing that it's worth the difficulty. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Taja, for joining. Ah, I want to um, add one little last thing here. Um, the This journey, um, all of this energy has created, <laughs> finally put the finishing touches to a birth of uh, a womb alchemy offering that I've been working on and creating and refining for almost two years and it is finally, finally ready. Um, and so if you're listening to this, especially within the next couple of weeks is when we put it out, <laughs> a little crystal saying, yeah, hello. She just jumped up. Um, this offering is open. It's, um, a shamanic connection with the womb and the womb, womb alchemy that is open to us. So 
there will be more information in, I'll put it in the show notes and things. I won't go into it deeply right now, but just wanting to add that. Um, if you're listening to this, especially in August, we start again in September. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us. Also quickly, we have just a couple of spots left in retreat too. If you are listening to this, um, even maybe even through September, who knows when they'll all fill up, but there are just a couple of spots left. If you are wanting to sit in person with us, if you are wanting to do some of this shamanic work, some of this embodiment work, um, going to deep layers, um, tapping into highest self, highest potential and the life you wanna create from there, we do have just a small few spots left. If you wanna join us, go ahead and check that out. Yes, we'd love to have you if you're feeling called. All right, now thank you everyone for joining us and we will see you in the next episode next time. Next time.